You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you get in shape and stay in shape by focusing on training, nutrition, and motivation. Work out smarter, not harder. This podcast is giving you the tips, insights, and guidance that I give all my personal training clients. You can work with me online as your personal fitness trainer and personal development coach. Check out your options at fitnessmakeover.com. Podcast episode number 162. In this episode, for motivation, your mantra revisited. Training, we're going to talk about repetitions. And in nutrition, you're going to find out the truth about what you really eat. First of all, I wanted to let you know about a survey that you can take. It's on the fitnessmakeover.com homepage down at the bottom. And it's basically just to help give me some information to see what kind of things I can help you with. So take a second and click on the button that says take a survey and do that for me. It'll also help me figure out what to focus on for this year's podcast. The new year is a great time to start new habits. And if you haven't already checked out the Retrain Your Brain program, this is an audio daily focus that helps you Focus on what you need to prioritize and steps to take to help make sure you maintain that motivation you need to get past the first month of a new year. So check that out at fitnessmakeover.com. It's the Retrain Your Brain Daily Focus Program. Now, speaking of motivation, I'm going to go back to actually podcast number 70 and talk about the mantra. And in podcast 70, we discussed how to develop your own mantra and why it's important and how you can use it. Now, in case you didn't know, a mantra is something that is a word or a phrase that can bring about motivation, positive thoughts, um, basically helping you to move forward and avoid any limitations you might try to set upon yourself. And it's based on one simple principle that you are what you think you are, or you can phrase it as you think, so you become. Now that's why I focus a lot with motivation on your thought process and your mindset, because it is so important every single day and you don't realize it because sometimes these thoughts are in your head for a lifetime and you don't realize how damaging and negative they are and how some simple changes can help you stick to your program and get better results. Now, when it comes to mindset, I'm thinking of self-talk, you know, those little conversations you have in your head. And that's actually where your repetition and your habits are created by yourself repeating things over and over. And sometimes you'll find that you don't even realize that you're doing this. Now, for example, if someone said to you, you're stupid, okay, you, you'd get your feelings hurt, you know, you'd realize it's an insult. But if you started to think I'm stupid and then repeated this over and over, then your mind begins to accept this as the truth. And that becomes much more damaging than just some little flippant phrase that someone said to you. So just because other people say things doesn't mean that it's true and doesn't mean that you need to take it into your belief system. And what this is called is negative outer suggestions. These are things that people may say that don't support you or your goals. And they give you those feelings of 
worthlessness where you don't feel like you ha have the self-respect or self-worth to to do what you need to do and sometimes unfortunately friends and family are not the most supportive of our fitness goals and that's where using your mantra comes in because not only does it give you that self-support and maybe the additional support you might need if you don't have the outer support it'll also give you the power to do what's important it'll keep you on track now you may have heard me say this before practice makes now how many of you said perfect because that's wrong practice makes it permanent just because you practice something a lot doesn't make mean you're going to be good at it you're going to be good at whatever you've been practicing but if you're practicing it all wrong you're still not going to be good so it makes it permanent and that's why you're changing your negative thoughts and using self-supporting thoughts are so important because you don't even realize how many times you say things to yourself every single day and it's very very powerful how often do you find yourself saying oh I'm too tired oh I don't have enough time to go work out oh I don't want to eat right or I can't eat right or I can't lose weight or it's impossible for me to to stay on track all of these things don't seem like much but when you start saying them to yourself over and over and over again that power of repetition or practice makes it permanent it sticks in your head and that holds you back from being the person that you want to be being that person that does choose the right foods that can stay on track that prioritizes going to the gym so you can call this your mantra, you can call it your positive self-talk or your supportive self-talk, but it boils down to the thoughts that go on inside your head. And most of the time, the thoughts that you're not even really giving consideration to. So start noticing what goes on inside your head, those sentences and how they are formed. Because they should be positive, present tense, productive sentences. Now your mantras, or self-talk should have this positive meaning and that's because of course you want to remind yourself that you are something great and that you can do something great and that it is possible so always a positive thing you don't certainly don't want yourself to have negative habits so positive meaning and start to think about where maybe you need more work on your confidence or your self-esteem and some those sometimes those phrases will pop into your head and you'll realize that those are the ones that are keeping you down now the more you do this and the more you focus on your mantra the more it will show in your actions you'll start to see your actions change and your basically your mind and body will start to support each other because once your mind believes it then it's gonna make your body do what it's supposed to now it's not just good enough to think of a mantra and say well okay my mantra is and this is one that I've used with some clients I am strong and powerful and then then forget about it you don't, definitely don't want to do that you want to keep concentrating on it you want to repeat it over a period of time you want to make it a ritual or dare we say a habit and it's just as simple as repeating it inside your head you can do that while you're brushing your teeth or write it on a note and attach it to a mirror that you look at every day whatever it takes to help you repeat the mantra consistently over a period of time preferably 21 days or more so that you can form a new habit 
Now, the I am strong and powerful actually came from an athlete who would get tired, you know, towards the last uh, quarter of a game. And we said, okay, well, instead of saying I'm tired, what can you say? And it came out, I'm strong and powerful. And we actually have shirts at uh, cafepress.com slash fitgirl that you can get that have the logo, which is a barbell, and strong and powerful. And it's a very important thing to say to yourself when you want to say the opposite, like I feel tired and beat. Now, sometimes mantras are uh, associated with meditation. And we might think of meditation as something that we don't really need to do. But meditation can be as simple as something that's a minute or five minutes of quiet time each day just to focus on yourself. And more importantly, focus on, on your mantra. And that's why these things go very well together because you do have to have that mindset and you do have to really focus and believe deeply in your mantra or your I am statement. Now, to get the best from your statement, it needs to be positive present tense, and of course, something that is productive and going to move you closer to what you want most. And the biggest mistake people make about trying to change their self-talk is they put it in the future and your mind doesn't quite work that way. It needs to be present tense. You don't want to say, I will be strong and powerful. No, you want to say right now, I am strong and powerful. And that way your mind accepts it as right now. In the future, your mind just doesn't grasp because that's not real. So make sure your statement is present tense. The reason why meditation and mantras go so well together is because that peacefulness helps you to really deep down get that into your core, your core brain that is. And it may sound easy just to say, okay, I can sit with some quiet time for five minutes and think about my goals and what I am. And then you'll find that things pop in your head, like work or dinner or anything else in the world, and you have to start over again and see if you can keep your mind completely clear, except for that one focus point. And that's why meditation is not as easy as everybody thinks. But it does take time, and just like training yourself or a child or a dog, you're training your mind. And repetition is going to get you what you want. And that's also where we go back to our repetition, being practice, being permanent. So you want to have the right thoughts that you're repeating. Now, I know a lot of people kind of laugh at the, the whole mantra thing or self-talk because it's just something that's not quite tangible. But it, it is very true when you start repeating these phrases. So give it a try yourself. You can use things like, I eat healthy every day. I work out when I'm supposed to. I work out every day. Or you can just say, I can get up earlier to work out. Or I feel refreshed in the morning. And you might not feel any of these things. You might actually be the opposite. But it doesn't matter. The more you keep saying it, the more your mind is going to believe it. And then one day you're going to wake up early and say, wow, I woke up refreshed and ready to work out, and I'm ready to go. So I'll give you two challenges. If you're not quite sure if this is going to work for you, do it for 21 days. Get that mantra written out and repeat it. Give yourself at least two minutes, five minutes of quiet time. You can call it meditation, or you can just call it quiet time, and focus on that phrase. Visualize what that phrase is doing for you. 
And there's a great example of um, the power of words. And this is from um, uh, an Indian yogi who, or maybe say yogi, I'm not sure, uh, who actually gave a bunch of lectures on this particular subject. And in one of his lectures, he was challenged by a very distinguished uh, professor who said to him that it's not possible. It's not possible to make these changes to your mind or that your words can make changes to your lifestyle. And the yogi simply turned to the man and said, you fool. Now that, of course, incensed the professor and he turned red, he began to shout, he really turned into a frenzied fool. And as the yogi watched this, he said to the professor, now can you understand the power of a single word? All I did was utter the word fool and your behavior was changed in an instant. So that tells you the power of words, whether that you're said out loud or said in your head. The moral of the story would be, be careful what you say, whether it's out loud or to yourself, because it can make you change instantly. Now, this motivation mindset, or I call it the mindset makeover, I'm working on a program, and hopefully I'll have that up soon. And in the meantime, you can take advantage of the Retrain Your Brain audio course, or even the 21-day fitness challenge, where you get sent uh, via email a different challenge for each day to keep you on track as well. So look for one coming up, and look for the other ones that are already at thefitnessmakeover.com. Now, when it comes to training, we all know that we should do a certain number of repetitions to achieve a certain effect. And yes, some repetition ranges are actually made for building muscle. Some are for building strength. Um, others are for endurance. But when you really think about what a repetition is and the range that you have, you need to understand that that is a goal. It's a goal to read those, meet those repetitions or reach those repetitions. It's not an absolute. So just because you get 11 repetitions instead of 12 doesn't mean that you failed. It just means your goal was 12 and you almost got there. The other thing to think about is if your goal is, say, 8 to 10 repetitions and you only get 3, well, that's telling you that, you know what, the weight's way too heavy because you couldn't get close to your goal repetition. That's why as trainers, we always give an issue of from here to there, from 8 to 10 or 10 to 12 or 12 to 15 or 6 to 8. We give you that two repetition buffer because basically everything kind of goes around a plus or minus two. And what that means is that if your goal is 8 to 10 repetitions and you get plus two, you get up to 12 repetitions, then it's time to increase your weight and shoot back for the eight repetitions. Now, if you get eight repetitions, that's great. You can keep working until you get 10 repetitions, and then you can increase the weight. But let's say at 10 repetitions, you increase the weight, and you can only get four repetitions. Well, that's not going to be a good weight at that time, so you're going to go back and shoot for 12. But let's say you increase your weight at the 10th repetition, and you get six. Well, six is... 2 minus 8, or 8 minus 2, I guess, and that's going to tell you that, you know what, you're close. So you could probably stick with that weight and work your way to 8 repetitions. But again, these are not absolutes. These are goals and guidelines. 
So don't get caught up if you, if you don't get 12 exactly or 10 exactly. Because in actuality, if you get your 10, 12, 15 repetitions and it's kind of easy for you, you know you need to increase the weight. So not every set's going to be the same. And sometimes you find a weight and you settle in and you realize that that's a good, what we call a working weight. You get 10 repetitions, maybe sometimes 12. You kind of go back between the two, but that weight challenges you. You really feel your muscles working. You know you're in control. And as you get to an advanced state, you're going to find that more often in a lot of the different exercises, that your weight doesn't always go up every single time you do a set. Now it does go, your weight does go up and things do get very easy in the beginning. That's kind of the glory of the beginning that keeps you going. So if you're in an intermediate or advanced level, don't stress out about the fact that you didn't get all of the repetitions that you want. You might just be staying at a certain weight for a period of time and just getting better focus with each set or each rep or each time you work out. Now you can always mix it up if you feel like you're hitting a plateau, but just remember whatever repetition range that you choose, it's a guideline. And remember the plus or minus two rule so that you can be sure you're always challenged. Now for nutrition, you've heard me talk before about keeping a food journal, but have you actually done that? Have you even done it for one day? Well, I'm going to challenge you to keep a log for one day and record everything you eat. Now you can do this on paper, you can do it on your iPhone, you can do it on the computer, whatever it is, just write everything down. And then at the end of the day or during the day, look up the numbers. The numbers you want to know are the calories, the grams of protein, the grams of carbs, and the grams of fat. That's all you need to know, those four items. And at the end, tally it all up so that you know exactly how many calories you took in that day, how many grams of protein, how many grams of carbs, and how many grams of fat. I know there's lots of other numbers that you can focus on and everything can get kind of confusing, but you know what? These are the four main things you need to know in order to change your body, whether you're trying to get lean or lose weight or gain some size or have better sports performance. Now, what I want you to do is after you do this, I want you to tell me on Facebook or Twitter if the numbers you got were what you expected or if they were over what you expected or under what you expected. Now, Calorie-wise, I know most of you are going to have an idea of what you think you're eating each day. So that's kind of where you're going to say, I calculated everything out and my calories were as expected. Or you might say, I calculated all out, my calories were way under what I thought they would be. So you don't have to use the exact numbers. Just knowing that you're aware of what you're taking in each day. Now, usually when I do this with clients, they always say, well, this wasn't a usual day. Well, that wasn't a normal day either. And you can go through every day of the week and every day of the week is going to be not a normal day. There's no such thing as a normal day. And that's not what we want. We want a normal, unnormal day or an unnormal, normal day. Whatever the case may be, just do one day, add it all up. Now, realistically, with protein, that's the one that most people have the hardest uh, getting in the required amount. Now, I'm not talking about the RDA required amount. I'm talking about the amount of protein you should have if you are trying to 
create some lean muscle to speed up your metabolism and to lose weight, which is quite different than what a doctor might recommend. Now, for most people, 100 grams of protein would be a decent goal. For those that are lifting weights and working out consistently, you could actually be anywhere from 100 to 200 grams of protein a day, depending on your weight. Now, that's the other thing I want you to tell me on Facebook or Twitter, what your grams of protein were. And you can say they were less than 100 or they were less than 200 or give me the exact number or whatever, because most of the time people don't get the right amount of protein and that's where they end up not reaching their fitness goals or not get losing the weight they want to because they're lacking in the protein. So realistically, you want to be getting at least 100 grams if you're working out regularly and you're probably going to be more between the 100 gram to 200 gram point. Now, I'm not going to worry about carbohydrates and fat grams because right now the most important thing would be your calories and your protein. The, everything else falls into place and balances out. So you can find me on facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa or on Twitter at fitgirl. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you and seeing if what you calculated is what you were expecting or not. Let's find out the truth about what you really eat every day. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get the body you want and keep it. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and exercise, visit allinoneworkout.com and fitnessmakeover.com.